Hey ladies, so today I have the replay from the workshop that I have been doing inside of our Pro Organizers Coach Facebook group, and I wanted to share this with you because in today's episode, I talk all about the phone call, what to expect, how to conduct yourself when you get a phone call from a potential client. And then I'm also going to be releasing day two of the workshop, which is all about the consultation. And then day three of the workshop, which is all about the session. And quick reminder, I just want to remind you that you have until Sunday night at midnight on September the 10th to join our group coaching community. I really hope that you decide to come join us. If you want to come try it out for, let's say, one month and you decide, oh, I don't get any value, you can always unsubscribe to it and it's just a monthly fee. So you try for a month, you don't like it, great. But I know that if you come try it out, you are going to get so much value from it that you will continue to stay with us. And so I hope that this workshop blesses you. If you've not already listened to it inside of the Facebook community, or if you needed to re-listen to it, then here you go. This is day one of the workshop, and then coming up, you'll have day two and day three. So after these three workshops that I release on the podcast, you will know how to do a phone call, how to conduct yourself during a consultation, and how to run a session if you choose to do sessions the way that I do instead of packages. So I hope that this blesses you and I will see you inside of the Facebook group and the group coaching community. Hey friend. You are listening to the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Brown. I'm a professional home organizer, decluttering specialist, and business coach. I created POC to empower you to reach new heights in your business. Through insightful interviews, expert guidance, and actionable strategies, we will equip you with the tools that you need to excel. This podcast is not just about tidying up spaces. It's about building a supportive sisterhood of passionate professional organizers. Whether you're a seasoned pro or you're just starting out, this podcast is for you. So let's do this. I just wanted to let you know who I am. I'm Samantha Brown. Of course, I am a professional organizer. And recently I have started telling people I'm a declutter specialist because in my area, if you say the word declutter, people are like, oh my gosh. But if you say I'm a professional organizer, they're like, oh, I can't afford you. And so in my opinion, the more barriers we can take down between us and our potential clients, the better. Um, So I'm also, of course, a business coach for professional organizers. And then of course, I have the podcast called Pro Organizers Coach. So my mission is to help you start and scale the organizing business of your dreams. I have a little bit of a calling to meet each and every one of you right where you are. A lot of what you hear online and teachers and coaches teaching, which is great, but they teach you, you know, talk to one, but then like kind of niche down even more. And I have niched down to professional organizers, but it doesn't matter where you are on your journey because 
I want to meet you right there where you are and help you along from the spot you're at now. So whether you're starting or scaling, I've got your back. Our membership has your back. Um, and that's what I love about it is everyone's in a different place, but we still can come together and support each other. Okay, so first off in the three-day workshop, my goal is to talk about the phone call, the consultation, and then the sessions. And today we're focusing mainly on the phone call because I remember when I first started being like, would someone please just give me an example of what this actually looks like? Like the the very first time I got a phone call on, you know, someone calling as a potential client, I answered the phone and I was like, hello. And the woman goes, um, is this an organizer? And honestly, I almost said no, because I just started. And then I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's me. And I was like, can I help you? And her first question to me was, well, I know that I need something. I'm not sure exactly what I need, but how does this work? What does it look like to work with you? And I'm like, um, and I honestly had no idea. I winged it at the time and it worked. I got the client, but my goal for today and for over the next three days is I want to help you figure out your statement mainly of this is what it looks like to work with me, because I do not want you in the place that I was at where someone calls and you don't know what to say. You don't know what it looks like to work with you. And it also, it's kind of like an elevator pitch, but it's a little more specific. It helps during the phone calls. It helps during the consultations. It helps if you're in Home Depot and you happen to see someone and you're passing out a business card. Like it just helps to know what does it look like to work with you? Because a lot of times, in my opinion, anyways, a lot of us, or at least in my experience, not my opinion, my experience, um, we look at it from our perspective, right? We're like, oh my gosh, I want to look so professional and I want to, you know, do this and I want to make sure it looks great and it this, that, and the other. But then we end up confusing not only ourselves a lot of the times, but then also the people that we are trying to help, which are not at the place that we are at. And so that is why having that, this is what it looks like to work with me statement is so crucial in your business, no matter where you're at. All right. So, and if you have any questions at the end, we're going to do a Q&A. And so make sure to write those down and I would love to answer them the last like 10 or 15 minutes of each day. All right. So let's talk about conducting a phone call as a professional organizer and how having effective communication and having your stuff organized and ready to go is going to help your client and it's going to help establish a productive relationship with your client. So I have a to-do list to guide you through the phone call with a client. Now, what I'm going to talk about first is before the call. Then I'm going to talk about during the call, which if you all saw the link, I have it to where you can have the client intake form that I use. But then I also did two things of notes for you. So it's like I'm there with you during the call. That way you all are more prepared when you answer the phone. All right. So before the call, 
A, you want to make sure things are quiet. Like a lot of us have kids, we have dogs, we have stuff going on. You know, if someone calls me and even if it's on the business line, but I'm in the middle of Walmart, I'm not going to answer. First off, your your voicemail should have, you know, you've reached Love, Laugh, Organize. I'm either on the other line with a client or doing a session. Please leave me a detailed message and I'll get back with you as soon as I can or whatever you want your voicemail to say. But it needs to be short and sweet, but also tell them to leave you some information because I would rather it go to voicemail and then me be able to reach back, reach back out to them, maybe like through text. A lot of times, if it's a voicemail, I'll listen to it. And if I'm still like at my kids, you know, game or doing something that's going to be a few hours, I'll go ahead and send a quick text message just to let them know, hey, I got your voicemail. I am busy until 4 p.m. this evening. Would you rather me call back at 4 p.m. this evening or tomorrow morning? Which works better for you? And the reason we want to do that is because if they're looking for an organizer, more likely than not, they are actually going to be calling other organizers also. And so you want to make sure to let them know, oh, okay, she got my message. She's busy right now, but she is going to call me back. And then that way, hopefully, they stop looking and they just wait for us to call. Um, okay, and so we definitely want to make sure we have a quiet, distraction-free zone as much as possible, even if it's in the car. Um, you want to ensure that you have, you know, like your client intake form. If you are out and you don't have your client intake form with you, which I keep mine in my trunk, Um and my notepad and everything. But if you're out somewhere and you can't get to it, at least get yourself a notepad and a pen so you can write down as much information as possible. And as you get, as you do this, like maybe after, I don't know, five or 10 phone calls, it gets so much easier to know exactly what information that you need from your clients um, during the phone call. And so then, um, oh, hold on. I was trying to, well, sorry, I was messing with the thing. <laughs> okay, there we go. All right. And then um, let's see. Okay. And then also number two, you want to review the client information. So if a lot of us are getting our information or someone has reached out through um, Thumbtack or Angie's List or wherever it is that they have reached out from, a lot of times it'll have like their name. Um, you know, their phone number, of course, their email, but then it'll also have kind of an additional information information section. And you want to read that and like just kind of remind yourself, even if you've read it before, I always pull it right back up and reread over it right before I make that phone call back to them because I want to remember. And sometimes you'll be thinking about a different client or you might have gotten two inqu inquiries. And you're like, oh, hey, I saw where you needed, you know, to get your house ready for the new baby. Congratulations. And they're like, um, no, I'm not having a baby or, you know, so like you just you want to make sure that you are super organized in everything that you're doing before you actually make the phone call. All right. And then, um, of course, just, you know, look over any kind of text messages, anything you have that you have corresponded with them back and forth, reread over it right before you make the phone call. All right. Now, 
you want to set an agenda. You want to outline the topics that you want to cover, which of course comes in the client intake form. If you will download that, you can print as many of them as you need. Um, they are so super helpful. And that's at bit.ly slash POC form. All right. So all of that's before the phone call. Now let's go to the actual phone call. First of all, we want to greet the client like, you know, hey, this is Samantha Brown with Love, Laugh, Organize. Um, I was returning your phone call. Is this Angie? And you want to make sure if uh, if you have their name that you you make sure it's them. You want to make sure it's not like their daughter answering the phone or whatever. Um, you know, is this Angie? And if they're like, oh, yeah, this is Angie, then that immediately is making it to where you've confirmed that it's them. You're starting to build that rapport and you already have a friendly and professional tone. I think a lot of us in, in my experience, or at least I used to, I used to make it into this um, like huge thing of like, oh my gosh, I've got to make a phone call. Okay. I need to sound so professional. I need to do it this way and that way. And I would almost psych myself out where as long as we sound normal and remember that the person on the other end of the line is calling us because they need help. They are in a place a lot of times of either shame, judgment, overwhelm, like they just need someone to talk to them professionally, but also still very friendly. And I think sometimes that's where we get a little um, kind of thrown off, I guess, you know, is that we think we have to be only professional when in this business, that is not how it is whatsoever. It's actually better the more that we can establish, not like a friendship, but the more that we can establish rapport with that person, the more they are going to feel seen and heard and like, oh my gosh, she gets me. She's my person, which is going to make them want to do sessions with us and tell all their friends and become our biggest fan. So the other thing that you want to do, so you want to greet and introduce yourself, of course, build rapport. Then you want to listen actively. Like you want to take the time. I know a lot of us think that when we call, or at least I used to think that whenever I called, I needed to give them this big spill, right? Like I needed to know everything to say from the second that we got on the phone of, you know, um, oh, I can answer this question and answer that, you know, whatever it is that we think. But really, we need to be the ones asking the questions and then being quiet so they can tell us. And it honestly can be as simple as after we've introduced ourselves, being like, hey, so tell me a little bit more about your goals for organizing or tell me a little bit more about what made you reach out to me to come help you organize your home or what are the goals that you're trying to accomplish right now? It can literally be one question and then we can just be quiet. And so then they'll go back and they'll start saying, you know, oh, well, this happened and that happened. And so right now what I'm really needing is this or that. And then you just allow that conversation to flow. It really is like talking with someone that's not a friend, but, you know, just talking to someone that is, is at least an acquaintance. And so we definitely want to listen actively. And while they are talking, we are taking notes. That's what that client intake form is all about. 
in my experience, the more notes I can take, like, do they have two kids? Do they have a dog? Does their husband live in the home? Like, now you wouldn't want to get on the phone call. And I know some people teach this, but in, in, in my opinion, <laughs> you wouldn't want to get on the call and be like, okay, so who lives in your home? How many kids do you have? Do you have any animals? Um, you know, and start like drilling them with this list of all these questions. But when you ask the open-ended questions, they're going to naturally tell you that stuff anyways. And so just listening to them and then, you know, if they stop talking, be like, okay, well, tell me a little bit more about that. If they didn't give you enough information the first time that they started speaking. So you want to ask those open-ended questions. And then you want to, from there, because now you've let them talk, you've let them feel seen, you've let them feel heard, then you want to go into what it is that it looks like to work with you. And this is where the statement comes in of this is what it looks like to work with me. And I thought it would be fun for me to share with you all what my statement looks like. Um, So for me, I always tell clients, I'm like, okay, because a lot of times after they tell you what it is that they're needing and what's been going on for them, then they'll be like, okay, well, how does this work? Or what's it look like to work with you? Or can you tell me more about your services? Something along those lines. And whenever they say that, that's whenever I go into, okay, so here's what it looks like to work with me. Of course, step one is the phone call, which we're talking right now. Step two is I do a free in-home consultation where you and I will meet for about 30 to 45 minutes. You will walk me through your home and you will show me these areas that you would like some help with. Then from there, we will sit down, we'll talk, we we will come up with a game plan. And from there, we will just start booking the sessions. So the way that I do it a little bit differently than a lot of the ways that other organizers teach it, and I do it this way because A, I found that it, it makes, it takes away all of the stress from the client, but it also makes it so much easier for me as the organizer. There's way less stuff to keep up with. And I'm of the mind frame that I'm going to keep it simple, silly, you know, like just keep it simple. And so simple for me is actually doing it by sessions and instead of packages, which I'll get into in day three. But when I'm talking to them and I tell them, you know, okay, step two is that the free in-home consultation from there, you'll show me through your home. Then we will sit down and talk and come up with a game plan. And I tell them, and the reason I do this, and I also do sessions, I don't believe in getting paid work that I have not yet completed. So the way I have my business set up is that I do a three-hour session, which I always recommend that my coaching clients that I'm helping start their business, they start off with at least a four-hour session because when you're first getting started, you kind of need that extra hour as a buffer. But So I tell them I do a three-hour session. It's 247 for the three hours. And then at the end of the session, anything that you have chosen to release that day, whether it's a donation or trash, I haul off for you unless it's like heavy furniture. That's almost exactly word for word what I say to them. And a lot of them are like, oh my gosh, yes, exactly. And I tell them if 
if the game plan is that we need to, let's say, go through four four um, rooms in your home, I understand that finances are a big part of this. Like it does cost money to get this done. And the reason I do the sessions is because if we need to do one session and then two weeks later, when you get paid again, do another, and then two weeks later, do another, I want to take this step-by-step with you. And I want to take the pressure off of you and all of the stress off of you. I want to make it as easy and seamless as possible for you. I don't want to overwhelm you with a huge bill saying, okay, I think this is going to take six sessions. So total, you owe me $2,500, half up front, all up front, whatever that looks like. And for a lot of the people that I have talked to, A, that gives them trust in me almost from the get-go because they realize, oh my gosh, this girl's not here to like, you know, just take all of my money. She really is here to help me. And she really has set her business up in a way that does help me to where I can kind of make payments as we go. Um, And so, yeah, and that is part of how you are going to figure out what your, this is what it looks like to work with me statement is. The things that you need to think about are, are you going to do a free in-home consultation? If not, the other option is you could always do a consultation that is a paid consultation. But if you book a session with me, then that money goes towards your first session. So then it becomes an extra incentive, but then it also gets you paid for doing the free in-home consultation or not free, but doing the in-home consultation. For me, the way I set my business up and the reason I set it up the way I did is because I convinced myself in the beginning, if I can get into their home and have a conversation with them, I know I can make the sale. I know that I can at least help them with at least one session minimum, but probably many more. And because I convinced myself of that, because I'm a people person, people are emotional buyers. And I know that if I can sit and just have a conversation with them, all of a sudden they're going to trust me where over the phone, it you know, you're still kind of a vague person to them, almost like if you were seeing someone that was on Facebook or, you know, YouTube, like you kind of know them, but you don't really know them. And so if I'm in your home and you and I are talking and we're laughing and then we sit down to have a conversation, which of course the consultation is what we'll be talking about tomorrow specifically, but the reason that I did the free in-home consultation is because I knew that if I could get in front of them and just have a conversation and just help them feel seen and heard and just listen to them, because a lot of a lot of the people that reach out, they just need someone to listen. And then I tell them, together, we're going to come up with a game plan. Like during the phone call, I set the expectation to where together we will come up with the game plan. Now, of course, I'm going to come up with the majority of it, but I want them to feel like it's a collaborative process. It's me and them, which it is. All right. So next, what I wanted to talk about. Okay. So 
inside of the statement the this is this is what it looks like to work with me statement i wish i had a better name for it but whatever it is what it is <laughs> um inside of that statement you want to make sure to clarify your expectations like ensure that both you and the client have a clear understanding of what it is that you do what are your steps and the other reason that you really have to figure out your steps, because remember, this is your business. So even if you've been doing this for a while, if something's not working for you, change it. It's your business. You can do whatever you want with it. And so figuring out what your step one, step two, step three are is going to help you in your marketing. It's going to help you on your website. It's going to help you when you're talking to clients. It's, it's going to help you all the way around. And so, of course, step one is always going to be the phone call. And there's multiple ways to set that up. Um, one other way, and just a quick side note on, on your website, is you could always do a Calendly link. Like if you know that your, your schedule is set up in such a way that it's better for you to get a phone call or to have these phone calls with potential clients between let's say 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. Well, then you could create a Calendly link. You can put that on your website and you can set it up to where your availability that they can choose from is during those times. And if you only have one Calendly event, it's free. So then if someone goes to your website, instead of filling out the form, they could just click the link to go ahead and set up the phone call with you. You set up that phone call and inside of Calendly, make sure to ask a few questions just like you would the contact form. Now, you can also have the contact form on your website, but those are two separate ways that you could do it or you could do both. Um, and so, yeah, that's just a little side note that um, I've been looking into recently. Okay, so... Um, the other thing inside of your statement, you want to be very concise, very clear. You want to make sure that they know is your in-home, like what's the next step they need to take? Because they're so overwhelmed. A lot of the people that we work with either have ADHD, they are very overwhelmed, they're moving, they're scattered, like they're at some point in their life where they are just, they just need someone to say, listen, here is the next step. Let me help you, and I'm going to walk with you step-by-step step through this process until we get your goals accomplished. That's what they're looking for. And so if you don't know what the steps are that you take them through, then how are you able to convey that? And so doing a little bit of soul searching, but if I was just starting out again, the way that I would do it is I would do the phone call, step one, the free consultation, step two, because... You want to be able to, just like I said earlier, get in front of them, get in their home, have a conversation with them. But you also want all like to be able to learn how to do that. Because if you're just getting started, chances are you've not done any consultations yet. And so why wouldn't it be free? So then that way you can get some practice. And then if you decide, okay, I'm not loving this free cons in-home consultation thing, I would rather do Zoom. Great, you can always change it later. But in the beginning, you it's it helps so much to be able to walk into a space, look around, 
look inside of things, which make sure you always ask permission, by the way. Um, and we'll get into that tomorrow, but it helps you figure out who you are as a professional organizer and figure out who you are as a business owner or as, just even as a person starting a business. Like it helps with so many things. And so that's why I would set, set it up as a free in-home consultation in the beginning is because you are getting that practice and because you can always change it. And then, um, so that would be step two. And then step three, of course, it's a hundred percent up to you. If you want to do packages, if you want to do sessions for me, we'll talk about this on Saturday. And of course the replay will be in the Facebook group if you can't make that one. But for me, the reason I started doing sessions is because a, I didn't want someone else to, I didn't want it to feel like someone else had con like not control over me, but that they owned me in a way like, oh, well, I bought 20 hours from you. And so you better work for me until those 20 hours are done. Or I didn't want someone paying for 20 hours. I'm having to keep up with, oh, well, we did an hour and a half here and two and a half hours there. So I still owe them this many hours. And that's just a lot of extra work, in my opinion, um, to have to keep up with on the back end of things. And again, I just I want it to be simple, not just for me, but also for them. And so my clients love it when I tell them, listen, I'm going to take the pressure off. I'm going to take you step by step. Each session is this amount. It is this many hours. We will get done what we can get done in that session. And then if we need to purchase products, if there's anything we need to do in between the sessions, we will do that. And then at the next session, we'll pick up where we left off from the previous session. And I also tell them we can book multiple sessions back to back if you're needing like if you're packing, for instance, and you have to be moved out by next week and we need to get sessions done, you know, back to back all week to get you out of the home, then, of course, we can book like three or four or five sessions in a row. But if you don't have a specific time frame or you just would like it done within the next month or two, then we can take our time and we can, you know, do it correctly. So now. When it comes to, you know, after you've told them your statement, after you've decided what it is that it looks like to work with you, you've told them, you know, your, whether you do a free in-home consultation or not, you've told them how you do your sessions, the price, all the stuff, um, then you want to encourage them to ask you any questions. So you want to make sure to, you know, just say, okay, so now that I've explained all of that, are, is there, are there any questions that are coming up for you right now? Or can I answer any questions for you? Most of the time they'll say no, or if they say yes, they'll, they'll ask you a question. You answer it concisely. And then from there, you literally go on to, okay, so since step two is the free in-home consultation, um, I would, you know, let's go ahead and get that on the books. So are you, do you normally work Monday through Friday during the day? Do you work weekends? Kind of tell me a little bit about your work schedule so we can figure out a time to set up the free in-home consultation. And I literally say it like that. Like it's, it's just a statement, like let's set it up. Like it's a given. They can always say, oh no, I'm not ready for that. I was just calling to talk today. I'll get back with you. Fine. But for me, I am in 
the driver's seat. They have called me for help. And so I'm going to just assume that they want to take step two, especially if it's free. I, it's been very few times that I've had someone turn me down for the free in-home consultation. They will always ask, how long is it going to take? And I, again, I tell them, you know, about 30 to 45 minutes. It just depends on um, how long we sit and kind of chit chat. But, you know, you want to assume that they're going to do the consultation. All right. So you've asked, you've asked them, you have figured out that, you know, they work Monday through Friday, during the day, evenings are better for them, but you don't like to work evenings. And so then all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, well, Saturdays are normally good for me. And so you pull out your calendar. What about next Saturday at 2 p.m.? Like I always end up asking them after they tell me what their typical schedule is. I then look at my calendar and figure out what time or day works best for me, even if it's a week or two out. Because I started this business so I could spend time with my family, so I could, you know, not work 500 hours every week. And so I want to make sure that I'm setting up my calendar in a way that I am not constantly rushing. Like, for instance, I have one of my best friends and I love her, but she has a cleaning business and she literally does two and three house cleanings per day six days a week. Every every day but Sunday, she does two to three house cleanings. The other day, I sent her a text at 7 p.m. at night, and she's like, sorry, I'm at my last house. I'm finishing up now. And I know good and well she started her day at like eight or nine in the morning. For me, that is not the life I want. Now, for you, if you love working and you love doing sessions and you don't mind, by all means, set up your calendar in whatever way works best for you. But make sure that you are very, very, very intentional about when you set up your calendar and how you set it up and that you're not giving yourself more stress than you absolutely have to have running a business. Because running a business comes with so much stress anyways that you don't want to then add even more to yourself that you don't have to. All right, so we've got, we have explained, we're in the phone call, we've set up the consultation. Now, after the call, some people will send a follow-up email, which you are more than welcome to do with the information. The way that I personally do it is I keep a lot of stuff in my phone. And so I always just tell them like, okay, well, if you'll text me your address and then I've got you down for this day, I will, I'll send you a text the day before reminding you of the day of our consultation. And then, so you, you want to have a plan, whatever works best for you, whether it's, you know, using like a tool that helps you, whether it's using your phone through text, whether you like email, whatever that is, making sure to send them something that, you know, says, okay, so our consultation is on this day at this time. Um, I will, see you then or you know something just quick and easy just to remind them but then you also want to make sure that like a day or two before the actual consultation that you send them a reminder because I have a lot of people that forget that I'm coming and so there's kind of two ways that you can do this one is that every day you can look at what you have the next day and send them a quick reminder 
The other way is that maybe every Monday you sit down or every Sunday you sit down and look at all of the consultations you have for the week and all of the sessions, because you want to remind people of sessions too. Um, and you just go ahead and send out each one of those all in one setting for that entire week. So you know who's confirming and who isn't. Now, I will give you a little, little tip of advice that I learned the hard way. So I was setting up consultations. I was going and sending them the um, the text of, you know, reminding them that I was on my way for the consultation or, you know, that I was going to be on my way the next day, 9 a.m., whatever. And I kept getting all of these people that like were responding back with, no, I'd rather not, or I've decided not to, or I need to reschedule, or they just weren't responding at all. And I could not put my finger on it. I'm like there for a while, everything was going great. Now, all of a sudden, no one is letting me come to my consultations with them. They're rescheduling like crazy. What is happening? And I just so happened to be talking to my husband one day and he said, well, read to me the text that you're sending them. The text I was sending them was giving them an out. It literally was like, um, hey, this is Samantha Brown with Love Laugh Organize. I wanted to remind you that I will be there, you know, Thursday morning at 9 a.m., if that doesn't work for you, make sure to let me know. Or if you need to res reschedule, um, let me know. You know, it was, it, I totally was giving them an out. <laughs> and so, of course, they were taking it because the type of people that we work with, when they are in the moment of, and, and I don't mean this in a bad way, I'm just saying in general, there's a reason that they're needing help from us. When they're in the moment of looking for an organizer, they're on the phone with you, they feel this energy, they're so excited, they're ready to book. But then in between that time and the time of the consultation, depending on how much time it's been, they can either forget or they've kind of like, oh, well, you know, maybe I don't need to do this or, oh, I can do this myself. Let me go to Target and buy a bunch of containers. I'll just do this myself. I don't need to pay to have this done. And now I literally just send a text the day before and I literally, it literally just says, Hey, this is Samantha Brown with Love Laugh Organized. I wanted to remind you, I will be there at 9am in the morning. See you then period. <laughs> like it's a statement. It's a fact. I'm going to be at your house in the morning. I will see you then. And then at the end, I put the little smiley face with like the star eyes just to, you know, <laughs> have it be a little nicer than just, you know, like a very straightforward text. But my point is, is that we have to be very careful because even though we don't see ourselves as the professionals, they do. They see us as the professionals. It's just like if you were to call an electrician or a plumber, you wouldn't assume that they've either not worked with clients before or that they don't know what they're doing. You literally are just like, hey, my ceiling fan's on fire. I need someone to come look at it, you know, or whatever the case may be. Like, you don't think about it. You just assume that they know what they're doing. And it's the same way with us. Our clients, when they call someone that is a professional organizer, they don't know if they're your first client or your 500th client. Now, I will say, 
I am of the mind frame of being honest with my clients. I do not go above and beyond to be overly like, oh, hey, me and my husband last night or, you know, no, 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 no. <laughs> like there have to be boundaries. We are not friends, but we do have a relationship that will start to build over time. And if we expect our clients, even from the, the initial phone call, if we expect them to trust us with them opening up their homes to us and letting us look through the cupboards or the, the closets that they've never let anyone see, we have to be a little vulnerable with them. We have to at least let them know a little bit about ourselves. And that absolutely comes in more during the consultation, which is what we will be going over tomorrow. But I just wanted to put that out there that if you are, are you know, listening to me and if, if I'm someone that you're being drawn to, to help teach you and coach you and guide you, A, it's probably because you're more of a heart-centered entrepreneur. I am not the type of person that's going to be like, all right, cadets, you know, I'm going to give you a kick in the pants and we're going to get this done. That's not me. I'm sorry. But there are things like I had to learn how to get a backbone. I had to, because in business, you have to have a backbone. You have to have boundaries. But I've also learned over time that the more boundaries I have in a loving way, the, the more that I am also then helping my clients. But I am an emotional like I'm not an emotional person, but I'm more of a heart-centered, emotional type business owner. I truly want to help my clients, not just from a physical perspective. I can do that all day long. I also want to help them to where when I leave, they feel like a weight has been lifted off of their shoulders, not just physically, but emotionally. I want to connect with them. I want to help them. And that is where your business will grow because all of a sudden, to them, you are a friend. And to you, you are going to build these relationships where some of them might turn into friends, but the majority of them, we can love them in, in the type of love that like God would have for someone and, and that we want the best for them without sharing so much of ourselves that it crosses that line of professionalism. There's that fine line. And so just being aware of that, because sometimes when you get into these consultations and sessions, or even the phone call, it's very easy to all of a sudden almost feel like you're talking to your best friend and, you know, kind of um, not, you know, kind of say more than you mean to say. Um, but you'll learn that's part of this business is falling forward. And so anything that we do in our business, we can choose to look at it as a failure, or we can choose to look at it as, oh, I learned that won't do that again. All right, let me go to the next step. Let's, let's try again. I'm, I'm going to keep on keeping on, but there will be a point where if you keep on keeping on and you fail forward and you just keep making those small pivots as you go it will start to snowball and that's when your business can truly grow. So if any of you have any questions, um, let me make sure I think I got everything. 
Um, if you've got any questions right now, make sure to put them, like text them in the chat box if you are in the Zoom. And if you're in the Facebook, you can put them in the comments and I will try to reach out and send you a message later to answer those. Um, if you've got any questions from today or if you're on Zoom, you're more than welcome to turn on your video and your audio and we could talk for a few minutes about any questions from today on the phone call or anything that you've learned. And while everyone's deciding if they want to do that or not, or if they have any questions, um, I did want to remind you that the group coaching community um, that, of course, I'm sure you've heard me talk about, it is um, 47 bucks a month, but it's also a business write-off. And in that, you get three group coaching sessions per month. You get a co-working session or yeah, group coaching sessions, one co-working session, and then you also get um, a workshop. And some of the workshops are going to be me teaching specific things. Um, this month, it's an accountant, which I'm so excited. Um, her name's Hayden, and she's coming on to talk to us specifically about um, as a professional organizer, how to set up the accounting side of things in your business. And if you're in the membership, she's doing a live Q&A for anyone that's in there. Um, and then in October, I've got an Instagram specialist that I am so excited about. She's coming to um, help us with Instagram specifically as a local business and as we are growing our local business as professional organizers. And then I've got a whole list of other people that are coming and that will be helping and we've also got a bunch of replays. There are so many replays from all the group coaching sessions we've done in there throughout the year, um, workshops that I've done on like QuickBooks. And I don't know, there's such good value and such good content in there. And you get the sisterhood, like you get a group of women that we all jump on Zoom. We sit and we talk and we help each other. And I, I'm just I'm I'm blown away every single week when we hop on there. Like I get so much value too. Like it is amazing. It's everything that I wanted it to be. And I'm so grateful for that. And I hope I'm going to check the chat, see if anybody had any questions. All right. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So you all are so welcome and thank you for your time. And then tomorrow is on the consultation and then Saturday will be on sessions specifically. But if you think of any questions you have between now and then, please feel free to reach out to me or post them inside of the Facebook group. I would love to help you with those. My goal in all of this, the podcast, the, the workshop, the community, all of it is to meet you right where you are. But to do this one person at a time. I think a lot of people that are teaching anything online, they forget about the one person. Like I grew this one person at a time by building relationships and by helping my ladies succeed. And that is going to continue to be my goal for the rest of, you know, however long God blesses me to have this in my life. I am meeting you right where you are, I'm helping you with whatever it is that you need and you will have success because you have a community of other organizers around you, supporting you, lifting you up and helping you realize that you are not alone and that you've got this. That's the whole point of this. And so I thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, for watching, and I will see you tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern time to talk all about uh, consultations. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Thank you, ladies. Have a blessed night. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Pro Organizers Coach podcast. If you've gotten any value from today's episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. It really helps us grow and it warms my heart to hear from you. And make sure to stay connected with us on socials at Pro Organizers Coach. Then go to ProOrganizersCoach.com to find all the ways that we can help you succeed in your business. You have the power to make a difference in people's lives through decluttering and organization. Keep honing your skills, embracing those challenges, and fostering connections within our organizing community. Progress will come with every step, so keep pushing forward and you will achieve your dreams. Girl, you've got this.